It's been 20 years since the tragedy of 9-11. From the Blue Devil Hub, this is The News Cycle. I'm Stella Mays. And I'm Max Davis-Housefield. Coming up, we'll talk with Davis residents about their memories from that devastating day. Today is Monday, September 13th. Twenty years ago, last Saturday, on September 11, 2001, the U.S. was struck by a series of deadly terrorist attacks. Three planes crashed into major buildings on the East Coast. At 8.46 a.m., American Airlines Flight 11 collided with the North Tower of New York's World Trade Center. At 9.03, United Airlines Flight 175 crashed into the South Tower. The towers collapsed about an hour later. A third plane, American Airlines Flight 77, crashed into the Pentagon at 9.37. Due to the heroism of the passengers, the fourth plane crashed in a field outside of Shanksville, Pennsylvania. In total, 2,977 people died that day, and over 6,000 more were injured. Rescue efforts were underway immediately, and the entire country united in mourning. The results of these terrorist attacks were wide-reaching and can still be felt today. So, 20 years on, we asked the Davis community to share their 9-11 stories. We asked them where they were, what had gone through their heads, and how they've been affected since. Please keep in mind that everyone's experience on that day was different, and that these stories are only a handful of those in our community. We thank everyone for sharing. My name is Chris Vogel. I do remember that day quite well. I was actually taking taking one of my kids to school, to the elementary school on that day. And I didn't know because I didn't watch the news before I left for school, so I took my kid and on the way to school, my neighbor was also going to school and we, we met and he told me the story, what happened. So I was totally shocked. You know, it was just unbelievable. And then of course the whole thing developed, you know, during the day, what happened. But yeah, that was a sad day. I hope that it doesn't happen again, but it doesn't look like the world got safer, you know, after that. Even with a lot of more security, you know, at the airport and looking at, you know, checking luggage and and everything. My name is Jennifer Tan. Well, I remembered very clearly because it was my first year as a school principal. Just a few days before, someone had told me that there were some kind of threats because her daughter was going back to Washington, D.C. And I said, oh, I'm not worried. She said, I'm not worried. And then someone called me in and said, Jennifer, you have to come look at this on the TV in the teacher's lounge. And we're watching it, and it was, it was like we were in the middle of a movie, like it wasn't even real. And all of us just kind of stood there and said, wait, what? And then, you know, more and more information came, and then before you knew it, everyone at school was just humming and buzzing and sad and upset and confused. And of course, you know, there was more than one thing that happened that day. So it was like, first thing happened, next thing happened. And it was scary. It was scary because everyone's trying to call and the phone lines are weird and no one knew all the information. And so um, I just remember wanting to get home as soon as I can right after school was out. Um, I remember addressing all the teachers at the school saying, you know, we'll, we'll figure out a way to talk to kids about this. That was really hard, really hard. Like, how do you talk to kindergartners about what just happened? And then I remember coming home and just talking to my husband and us just sitting on the couch together and wondering if the end of the world was happening, which I know sounds so crazy, but we just didn't know. That's my memory from that day. It was very vivid. And I remember we had a hard time sleeping that night. I think we're always still just a little bit more alert now that something hugely traumatic can happen. We think that we're very safe in this country, and for the most part we are. 
but something of that magnitude that could happen then could happen again. So I think we're just much more aware and maybe just a little bit more leery and on edge in general about everything, about security, you know, as a nation. Always, always concerned. You know, we've learned a lot too, right? Now we have a more, uh, better security system, you know, as a nation. So that feels good. But I'll be honest with you, I think, I think especially because of what's happening now with Afghanistan, I think people are starting to be concerned again, like could there be threats made to our country again? My name is Eric Steindorf. I was working for Davis Police Department. Actually happened to be in a uh, class with many of my uh, co-workers. I remember when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, that's terrible, just because I had heard a plane had crashed into one of the towers. I was thinking like a small single-engine plane, no idea. Um, I remember I was in the gym right before class, and, and then when we went into class, they brought in televisions and, and we watched it all day and listened to it. And then working that night, I remember it was just eerie because there was, there was no one out on the streets, no, um, even more so than uh, when lockdown first came with COVID. I mean, there was, there was no movement, no cars, no people, no anything. I don't know that my thoughts have changed that much. Still dismay, um, feeling what what could have been done differently, not second guessing, but it had to do, has to do more with um, what as a whole, as humanity, could we do differently to prevent it? Trying not to repeat history. I interviewed Davis Senior High School English teacher, Karen Pallon. I think my husband was up getting ready for work and the phone rang and it was my sister on the East Coast or my sister-in-law saying, don't turn on the TV. Why would I turn on the TV at seven in the morning? But she was really shaky. So of course I did get up to go turn on the TV just in time to see the second plane hit. My parents were visiting. I I went to high school in New York. So I knew a lot of people that worked downtown, um, Wall Street. The whole day was off kilter. We were going to go out for a fancy dinner to celebrate my parents and then they were going to leave the next day but they couldn't it just it just was like this steady shock um we homeschooled on and off throughout my kids growing up so my 12 year old was home um building these lego towers he he built them even with like little glassed in windows at the top uh there's a picture that he took of the um, the shadow that the Legos cast outside was so eerily similar um, to the silhouette of the towers. What stands out is Will and the Legos and my dad breaking down in tears at dinner. <laughs> and I'll break into tears like lots of people. The backlash against against people of um, Muslim faith or people that looked different, the Sikhs, after Trump was elected. And there seemed to be this permission granted to harass people of um, different cultures and colors and beliefs. It felt similar. Um, and it still stuns me that so many people bought and buy in to that. Finally, Karen Pallon reads an email her family received following the attack from her husband's cousin. My friends, I hesitate to convey this news via email, but at a time like this, it's the only reasonable and quick, quick way to reach you all. 
I consider each and every one of you who reads this to be a friend, be it new or old, and let me say that now more than ever, I appreciate and cherish my friends. The original intent of this note was to share with you some pictures from our wedding that our friend Will had posted on his website. And now instead I share with you this news. We have lost our brother, Tim. He was working on the hundredth floor of World Trade One on the side of the building where the first plane hit. I tell you that first to get the terrible truth and detail out of the way and to let you know that we were early on able to discern that he was in the office on a conference call. One of the people he was talking to said the line just went dead. And so we have been spared the agony of not knowing what happened to him. Our hearts go out to those who have had to deal with not knowing and those like us who do know. It was hard news to accept, but ultimately it helped us to start dealing with his loss because we know he probably was gone as the plane hit and that he didn't suffer. You've been listening to a special episode of The New Cycle. I'm Stella Mays. And I'm Max Davis-Hatsfield. You can listen to The New Cycle every Monday at 8 a.m. on 95.7 KDRT. And you can listen anytime at bluedevilhub.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out The Hub on Instagram at Blue Devil Hub and on Twitter at DHS Hub. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to send us an email with a comment or a story idea. You can reach us at bluedevilhub.com at gmail.com. The News Cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Jimenez writes our theme music. Additional music this week is from bensound.com. The program is produced by Stella Mays and Max Davis Housefield. Our executive producer is Jihan Moon. Statistical information for this episode was from the 9-11 Memorial and Museum website. Stay safe, have, have a good, good week, week, and we will see you, see you next time. time.